If you have fallen asleep at 7.30 on a Friday night, you might be a teacher. Teaching is crazy, fun, exhausting, challenging, rewarding, and did I mention crazy? And as Catholic school teachers, we are also entrusted with imbuing Catholic identity. It's a huge responsibility, but fortunately for us, there is Finding God, the amazing K-8 faith formation program from Loyola Press. It's innovative, engaging, and the most inclusive and complete program we've ever used. Multimedia? Check. Scripture? Check. Family resources? Check. Bilingual? Check. And don't forget, posters, worksheets, quick start guides, apps, magazines, lesson plans. Seriously, Finding God has all you need and more. Pray about it. Visit FindingGod.com and order a sample. Finding God might not help you stay awake later on a Friday night, but it will help you sleep better knowing you're helping guide kids toward a faith-filled life. Catholic Teachers Lounge with Jill and Colleen. Welcome to the Catholic Teachers Lounge, the only podcast by Catholic school teachers for Catholic school teachers. Thank you to Loyola Press for sponsoring us and for you, the teachers, for doing what you do every day. We are so grateful to collaborate with you. My name is Colleen McCoy-Sika and I'm here with Jill Annabelle. Hi, Jill. How are you doing? Hi. Good, Colleen. How are you? Great. Hey, I'm wondering if you do any gardening. <laughs> uh, it's not a good use of anyone's time for me to garden. I kill mm. everything I touch. I have even killed cactuses, believe it or not. Wow. So yeah, it's a miracle that I have two children that have survived because I cannot even keep plants or vegetables or flowers alive. So I don't garden. I, I wish I could. Yeah. I don't really either. So that's, that's kind of the intro into this one, because when you yeah. see something phenomenal in a school and it's not your own skill set, it wows you even further. And that's, Absolutely. that's where the site, that's where this idea comes from. So, yeah. so many of our schools have gardens. So I think there's going to be a lot of people in our, in our listenership who are going to relate to this and other innovations, but I was at precious blood Catholic micro school in Los Angeles. And I know you've been there too, Colleen. So yep. it's okay for you to jump in on this one. But they have a school garden that is a extension of their design as a micro school to have multi-age classrooms. And so their multi-age classrooms where they have students with different grade levels in the same homerooms, they go out to their school garden as one of their electives. And this is such a great innovation because it takes vision to be able to partner with the right organization or hire the right person to have this be done correctly. And so I'm going to describe this partnership a little bit because there's plenty of classrooms out there who do some gardening or some work in the biologies so that students understand the cycle of life of plants. But uh, for this particular school, they, they partner with someone in their community called Enrich LA so that Ranger Olivia is hired to come out and work with each of these <laughs> classrooms. And because it's LA, that's an outdoor space. It's an outdoor garden, outdoor classroom space, which you would never get away with a year round outdoor classroom space in Michigan where I am, um, nope. but in LA you can. And so they built a outdoor classroom with, with picnic tables, but it's next to the garden. And so Ranger Olivia gives a lesson to the students in each of the grade bands. 
And what I loved about it was that this particular lesson was about friend or foe, and it was identifying the characteristics of different insects and whether they'd be a friend to the garden or a foe to the garden. And what would you do if one of these foes invaded your garden? And of course, you're going to, she was scaling this lesson for the different grade levels as they came to her. So she had the same baseline for her lesson all day, even though she had preschoolers in there. And then later in the day, she had eighth graders out there with her. She was really doing this whole span of what do you do for predators uh, in a garden? And how do you, with each of these insects, how would you do something with that invasion? And so it was really all about scaling a lesson to the right audience. And it was really an innovative elective, which takes some thought. So it was really fun to see it. So I happened to be sitting outside at one of those picnic tables, catching up on some notes a couple of weeks ago when I was there. And yes. And so, and I actually was very interested in that poster of all of the insects. And so I was looking at them, trying to see if Mm. I recognized any of them. And a couple of kids came out and were checking on some plants in the garden. And so I asked them if they ever see any of those insects. And so they told me, you know, the ones that they see there, you know, not, not too many. And they, you know, asked me if I garden, which was hilarious. I'm like, oh, you know, no, nobody would ever want me to do that, but tell me about how you take care of the space. And so these two students had, I just had a lovely conversation with them and they really were taking pride in the mm-hmm. fact that, that they were doing this and, mm-hmm. you know, that it's a shared responsibility among the kids in the school and something that I always come from the place of kids need to get their hands on things, right? We, we learn by doing so much and to be able to get your hands in the dirt and to see how things are doing and checking on the leaves and checking on the growth and seeing if there are any um, pests in the garden that, that might cause harm. They really, they, they spoke very credibly. They, they mm-hmm. knew what they were doing. And I was so impressed with it. And the outdoor space is gorgeous. Well, it's really hard to get to these points. And we all do this as teachers where you think oh, I have this great, I have this great idea. I'm going to start a garden at the school. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I mean, I have plenty of friends who like started the garden at the school and then they, it was their job to take care of the garden, Ugh. which is fine until it's like harvest time, but it's summer and you're not, I mean, Like who's watering, who's weeding, who's doing those things when there's not students on campus. And so you see gardens come and go on school campuses because it's up to one teacher or one assistant principal or whoever it is to actually manage the garden. But so, so doing a partnership where, so this teacher who comes Mm -hmm. in, the ranger, ranger Olivia comes in and so she's teaching the classes and then she adds on a couple hours per week where she's actually just tending to the garden also. So it's kind of built into her schedule, which is awesome, which is sort of like the plan period of the teacher who's going to oversee it. But I know, so everyone, we all have these great ideas and then you have to figure out how you can scale it. So it's manageable, but also it's not just gonna be a one-year idea because you put a lot of investment on the front end of how do you build flower beds or or whatever, vegetable beds. And then what are you going to do with that when it's not, when the students aren't interested anymore, or you need a new crop of students who have interest in it. So, oh, Mm -hmm. it's the, this is the teacher's lounge thing, right? You have the, the brilliant idea and then you have to figure out how to carry it through, but precious blood did a great job of, of building it. So it's sustainable. That was what I was just going to say. So how do you make an idea like that sustainable? So they have Ranger Olivia that they can work mm-hmm. with, but in other schools. So, you know, let's, let's see, I, I do have one of my sons at his high school is in the gardening club. Mm-hmm. And so they do, you know, they have club times where they can go take care of things and they do have students on campus all year round because they do have summer school all throughout the summer. They have, you know, all kinds of things. So there's always somebody around. So I could see how they could make it sustainable. Mm -hmm. 
also at my parish, there has been, and my older son participated for a little while in the garden ministry. So people oh. from the parish, and it can be school kids, it can be anybody though, who can come together. And there is one volunteer who kind of takes the lead on that. But then there are other people who sign up to come in and do the watering or the weeding or whatever mm -hmm. the case may be. And they share that responsibility among the parish and also include the school. So that I, I do think that partnership is the way to make things sustainable mm -hmm. and shout out to all the principals and pastors who hear these wild teacher ideas. And they're like, sure, run with it, go for it. Because it is a lot of work, a lot <laughs> of work it's hard to do in the long haul, but completely worth it. Cause we're gifting students with the opportunities that they may not have in their homes. If you know, like in this particular, that's a city center, you're in the middle of the city. These students do not have gardens in their, they don't right. have yards. They don't have gardens at home. So trying to bring the innovative student experience that gets them out of, you know, there's plenty of ideas, not just gardening where, you know, what, what do your current students not have exposure to in the curriculum or in their environments that brings them something fresh and something new, which is a, which brings a well-rounded uh, student experience. That's a really great thing. It's a schools. great skill. I, I could have benefited from that. <laughs> from that elective. Right. So yeah, we are, Jill, I think that was the bell. I think we are just about out of time, but um, I, I'm going to throw one more idea out there because sure. again, thinking about my parish, we have a couple of seconds, but um, thinking about my parish, if you have a St. Vincent de Paul ministry mm. at your church, mm -hmm. that's, it's another way to benefit that ministry. So like when worlds collide and partnerships can come together and more collaboration happens all the better. So great. All right. That is the bell and it is time to get back to class. So there are always more ideas than time to celebrate them, but we are certainly going to do our best to try. We drop episodes three days per week throughout the school year. So send us your ideas and share the love with your fellow teachers. Go to catholicteacherslounge.com to share. Catholic Teachers Lounge is your haven of hope to exchange ideas and affirm your efforts. We will see you next time.